We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Principal PLN, episode 91. We have the whole crew here. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Spike. Hey, Jess. Good morning. Sorry I missed the last one, but you know what? I have to tell you, I am glad I missed it because I had some travel time and I had, I needed things to listen to. So I got to listen to you guys. <laughs> but then the downfall is you got a million boxes from me as I like have the conversation back with you. So that's always a good time though. Yeah. yeah you just yeah. created more work for us. That's I know, all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But it kept me awake when I was driving home at like midnight after the airport. So that was a good thing for me. That's a good compliment is that I kept her awake and didn't put her to sleep. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I, would, I would just totally fall asleep. <laughs> Just so, like I had to shut it off. I couldn't stay awake. I can never listen to it when I'm on. I the best episodes oh, no. are when I'm not on. No, I, I can't. I don't like my voice. Oh, I can't stand listening uh, to me. Who worst. would listen to me? Yeah. <laughs> and, and we like to listen to you. Does that count? Well, like, how do I sound right now? Because I have bronchitis, so in my head, I feel like I sound horrible. Yeah, you sound Did like sound? Great, yes. Yeah, you sound really good. You just you sound like you have a stuffy nose. <gasps> Am I like Phoebe on Friends? Like, should I start singing? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, just Mary because. Cat, <laughs> Mary cat. Sound like folksy or something. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Oh, this could be this could be a better episode than we oh, planned. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and I've got like the good cough syrup <laughs> at nine a.m., eight a.m. 
my grandma posted on Facebook like her old fashioned recipe that included brandy. I was like, awesome, grandma. Wow. <laughs> She's a nurse. She knows. <laughs> oh, awesome. So what's been going on, guys? Hey, I want to hear about Spike's conferences. You've been posting some awesome looking stuff. Yeah. Um, I got a chance to go to the National SAMS conference. That's the the time management program that I use and uh, have been using for about like a year and a half. And uh, so it was their national conference down in Marco Island in Florida. <clears throat> and it was uh, Florida? Yeah. Oh. It was Marco like, Island at that. Oh. Yeah, it was like, like an actual island. Yeah, like an actual island. Like you went on a ferry to get over there, or like a well, little plane. Like a like a bridge. They build these oh. bridges now. Like they can just take you from one place to another. <laughs> they build these bridges. <laughs> oh. Okay, thanks. But uh, Gilligan wasn't there either. So Dude, if you were wondering. That's because Gilligan's Island is in the Bahamas. You're in that's the wrong right. place. <laughs> but it, and it wasn't Administrator's Island either. Oh, kind of, well, there no, was, we uh, live there. A we new live there. Island. <laughs> there were a lot of administrators there. So actually it could have been administrators Island, but, um, anyway, so yes, it was, you know, sunny 75, 80 degrees every day. Um, I don't want to hear about that. Tell me about the session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> um, so yeah, the conference, the conference started on, um, Friday. Uh, but we, we flew in on Thursday to get everything situated. There were like pre-conference things that you could do, you know, on Thursday, but um, we didn't get there in time. So, um, yeah, I would say like the, the biggest like takeaways that I had from the conference was, you know, of course, like meeting people, you know, that's always awesome. So I got a chance to meet some uh, principals from, you know, Colorado, uh, New York, uh, Texas, you know, just places from throughout the uh, the country. Um, had a, heard a lot of really good keynote speakers. Um, I would say the like seemed like to me like the overall theme was, you know, um, there was a lot of like mindfulness, uh, listening techniques, stuff like that that I that I learned. Um, you know, each of the keynotes uh, were were authors, and we got their books, uh, which was always really cool. Um, and the the setting was interesting too because I guess since the uh, they had the uh, hurricane down there, the conference center had gotten compromised in some sort of way. So they were rebuilding that. So they built this temporary structure on the beach. So I'll put the um, my blog post in the in the link, and you can oh, check out the yeah. picture. But like they literally were doing the keynotes on the beach with sand with the ocean in the background. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <sighs> well, you know, I mean, listen, there might be some like little sand, like in your, you know, conference materials or stuff like that. But yeah, you literally could put your feet in the sand while you were listening. To that, speakers. that is my thing. Like I, when it, when it comes to spring or summer, I love being able to have my feet in grass. Mm -hmm. And then in the summer, like, I don't care about going swimming. I want my feet in the sand. It's just yes. my family thinks I'm nuts, but I need, I just, it's, it's a need. <laughs> we were, my husband and I were just talking about that because we were talking about spring break and how we're not going anywhere, <laughs> but we really wanted to because he's got a, he has a, a 
a project for work that's going to wrap up right at that time. And so he, he's not going to be able to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, he was like, well, we could go like, you know, we could go down to, you know, Houston or we could go to here or we could go. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to go somewhere and be busy. I want to go where my feet can go in the sand and I can be warm and I can just sit and do nothing. That's, that's, so if we're not doing that, I'd rather just stay home. Yeah. Cause then you can just do it on your couch. Yeah, yeah, it's a feet in the sand thing. I am 100% with you. Yeah. Well, you know, it is a very ground, that's a very grounding activity from what I've learned and doing my mindfulness, you know, training and stuff like that. Like, so um, whenever that's you, that's what it is. It is. It's like whenever I'm you have, trying to ground myself. <laughs> yep. Whenever you have like bare feet on the grass, on the ground, in the sand, stuff like that, they say that that's a, it's a very grounding exercise. In fact, some people do it to just ground themselves in that. Uh, that first, that root chakra. Well, that so. makes sense because in yoga, they, you know, tell us to take off our socks. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you're grounding yourself on the floor. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, in that sense, it was very grounding. Um, I thought the, the keynotes were amazing. I learned a lot from them. Um, we, we heard from this woman, uh, about the big disconnect, Catherine Steiner Adair. That was really interesting because she wasn't against technology. In fact, she very much is a proponent of technology, but the research that she's been doing is really talking about, you know, all the screen time and the impact that it's having on kids. And ironically, it the impact that it's having on adults. So um, through her research and interviews with kids, she talked a lot about um, how kids are becoming more and more frustrated with their parents and with adults because, you know, for us, it, we're, you know, th this is all like sort of new for us. So uh, as you all know, we can get, you know, kind of addicted to screen time. And um, so she read some vignettes from kids talking about how, you know, their parents are always on their phone. Um, oh. You know, they're, they're on their phone in the car. Um, this one was really cute. She read about how um, this woman or this kid was talking about how uh, her mom's always on the phone uh, on the car. And then when she does carpool and she's responsible for other kids, she's not. And she asked her mom about that. And she said, oh, well, if I have other kids in the car, you know, of course, I, I have to put my cell phone down. I have to be, um, you know, we have to be careful. We, you know, we have other, you know kids but not responsible for it. and then she and the end the kid said oh so you're not so worried about us oh. and i don't even think the mom was realizing that she was on the phone Ouch. you know so See, i thought you would have said like the kids are annoyed that their parents like ground them from <laughs> devices because that's what my kids would have complained about yeah <laughs> well i mean i think <laughs> like, i mean that's she certain, limits it <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's definitely an issue too and yeah. she could talk about like limiting and and stuff but um that's, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, we also heard from this woman, Valerie Burton, uh, about successful women think differently. This she's been on like Oprah, and um, you know she does uh, you, you know speaking all over the place. And uh, it was really interesting because that that her presentation connected with a lot of you know um, like mindfulness, uh, listening, making sure that. Um, you know that you're you're taking care of yourself you know that that sort of that holistic approach Ooh, uh, she has a book successful she does think differently think differently yeah and okay uh, so question how do yeah. you as a man like listening to somebody speak about successful women like what do you what do you get out of that the when she presented it it was very general but um yeah, yeah at first i was like oh i guess i have to leave this um 
<laughs> it was she let she let me stay. Um, no, she was. Um, Get out. And, and she, she let me stay. She let me stay. Um, no, she kind of when she made the presentation, it was definitely you know super general. But um, and she was actually, I would give her credit. She was one. Yeah, sometimes. I'm sorry, I enjoy um, you. Um, but she was one of the few, uh, the keynotes that were pretty active on Twitter. So, um, okay. I, I put a tweet out and she retweeted it and, um, and because this conference was not very much like, it wasn't like a, a hashtag Twitter driven type of conference. Um, and then the final keynote, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The final like regular keynote. And then there's something else I want to talk about. But anyway, have you guys read, uh, John Antonetti? Or heard of John Antonetti? Give me a book title. Seventeen thousand classroom visits can't be wrong. No, but that's catchy. Okay. Yeah, very catchy. He was hilarious. This guy is like from Arkansas, taught in Arkansas, became a principal. He talked about like hilarious vignettes and stories about you know one year he was like a high school chemistry teacher and thought he was like you know doing really well and you know he's like one of four honors chemistry teachers in the state of arkansas at the time which made everybody laugh and uh and then like the next year they like put him in kindergarten and then he had to like become a kindergarten teacher it was just really really cool so vulnerable funny um and then through his experience of becoming a principal and then getting, I guess, involved in this consulting firm that he's in, he's gone to so many different classrooms. So he was just talking about really like what stuff works and not like real researchy, you know, that kind of stuff, just like real solid teaching strategies that work. And, you know, we all know what they are, just basic, like connect with kids, have passion for your subject and, um, you know, make it interesting. Which is sometimes easier said than done. So, so that those were the keynotes. So then, but listen to this. This is the coolest thing. So at the end, there was a choose your own adventure. So that there was three keynotes who I've I've heard before. One was uh, Lavana Roth. She's pretty active on Twitter. She does like the ignite yeah. your shine. Yeah. Ken Williams and this woman um, Willow. What is her name? Willow Sweeney. Now, have you ever heard of her? She's from Minnesota, and I thought maybe you would know her, Jess, because she's from Minnesota. <laughs> I, I mean, I know everybody in Minnesota. <laughs> You're like neighbors. <laughs> so you don't know her? I really thought you would have known her. Nope. I'm nope, disappointed. I don't. I'm did, sorry. Let me just let me just ask though. Did yeah. you did you assume that she knew her because she lived in Minnesota or for some other reason? Um, because she's from Minnesota. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> then yes, it's still funny. <laughs> um, can we just, just, there's 5.5 million people in Minnesota. There are. Well, I would think you would know Willie. I just did. I just, I thought maybe like went to high school with her or something. <laughs> I don't even know all the Johnsons in Minnesota. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, she's really funny, and she's from Minnesota, and she's got the oh, Minnesota accent. That's I, why I why? thought you guys would know each other. That's why. There you go. That would have been a better, a better leadoff spike. Oh, okay. Okay. So picture I'm this. I'm going to tell you so, something funny about accents, but you talk first. Okay. So picture this. So um, the three of them are on stage. They all have their own PowerPoint, their own presentation, right? 
And, and we all thing. have, and then we have headphones on. And so you could tune into the channel to listen to Willow, or you could choose Ken or Lavana. Oh, it was a super cool thing because what? they all did their own presentation and you could kind of toggle back and forth between them, or you could just listen to one. Um, and and it they're was, all in the same room presenting same room presenting. And if you took the headphones off, you really, really you would really only hear them, um, not through the microphones because the microphones were going all, all through the headphones. Wow. And so like people are like doing stuff like Lavana's people. She had them standing up and then, you know, uh, <gasps> okay. Holy. Can you think of the pressure on the speaker? Like, Oh, they look all engaged over there. I should do something now. Like, well, yeah. And they I don't were think saying, I could handle that. They were even saying how difficult it was because they could like Lavana said this too. Like it's hard. For, it was hard for her to read the audience. Yeah. Um, and she couldn't always see like what everybody's cause you could kind of like, like a little glow around your headphone to see if it was like green, blue or red. Um, and she couldn't always see that. So then they had to really just kind of go yeah. with it. Um, so they, after the, that keynote, then they talked a little bit about their experience, but that was really, um, that was really cool. So then later on that night, I guess there's this noise ordinance in Marco Island. So after a certain time, <clears throat> the band and DJ, they had to, they had to turn those off. So instead of ending the party, they did this silent DJ. So everybody put the headphones on and then you could choose your own music that you want to listen to and dance. Those are fun. It's a, it's called a silent cool. dance party. Yeah. yeah. Those are super a silent fun. dance party. Yeah. Those are really neat. Huh. I wonder if it would look any different, like how people are dancing when they're dancing to different songs versus if they're all dancing to the same. Oh, I'm sure it looked different. And I'm sure what I looked like compared to what everyone else looked like was probably absolutely ridiculous. But that's. That's. I've never heard of that. <laughs> That's so cool. So Jess, That's tell so us about cool. accents. Oh, so yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Just you said accent. So I was speaking um, last week or the week before. I don't remember in Indiana, and somebody before I was getting started, I was just having a conversation. And somebody goes, "So where does the accent come from?" I go, "Well, um, I'm from Minnesota." He goes. I hear that, but, <laughs> and I lived in Arizona and now I'm in Wisconsin. He's like, yeah, I was thrown off by y'all. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's like, cause it's not, you're not just Minnesota. Like you've got a mix. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really sorry. I must throw you off. And then there were some words I was saying that later on in the day, they're like, what were you trying to say? I was talking about Fayed class and they don't uh, call yeah. it Fayed. Well, no one calls it Fayed. Yeah, nobody calls it Fayed. <laughs> What do you call it? Fizzed. That is weird. It's so we just call Fayed. We should take yeah. a poll. We should take a, a Twitter poll. Uh, Fayed or Fizzed? Yeah, it was just so funny to me that they were like so thrown off by some of the things that I. I hope I'm not. I don't sound that bad. Like, does it distort my message? <laughs> just when no. you use weird words like Fayed. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're talking about somebody as opposed to like a somebody's named Phi. <laughs> yeah, if you explain it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I remember the first time you said Phi I was like, what is that? Is that some sort of new class or something? Context. Oh, yeah. like, we were using our first grade decoding skills. <laughs> like, what is Thank she trying you. to say? What's this well, word? I don't know. <laughs> so, do you have to be a Sam? 
administrator to go to this conference, Spike? Yeah, yeah. It's oh. actually the way they do it. It's part of the whole. If I wait, if I came, if I like dressed all in black and like hid in the corner, <laughs> would they just think I'm one of the? Yeah, the time <laughs> coach, people, time recording people. Yes, very good. Yeah, that would be great. But yeah, I'm just uh, no. <laughs> and um. Yeah, so it was um it was really good. It's so it is it's part of their whole thing because their their idea is to uh encourage principals to spend more time instructionally and yeah. to grow professionally. So they put a lot of emphasis on this conference and it's part so it's part of the package. And it's one of the few conferences that you ever go to that secretaries are there as well. So so Oh wow. Um, oh my god, who's running the building then? Uh, the principal really? and the secretary's gone. They're all screwed. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows what happened? They probably closed our school for a few days. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, it was really, you know, so it's really good for the secretaries to see, um, you know, some of their breakout sessions were specific to things that they have to do. But the idea is for everybody to realize how important it is to, you know, push the principal forward in uh, instructional um in their instructional capacity. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So apparently you were at a conference as well? Um, I wasn't accent? at a conference I, with my accent. I brought my accent down to Indianapolis. I was presenting at the oh, Indiana Principal Leadership Institute, IPLI. Okay. I have to give them a shout out. They, um, I, I'm impressed and I, I've been there before. They, their legislature funds this um, institute program for principals. And I can't remember if it's like, second and third year principals, um, they have to apply. And I think there's like maybe 50 or 60 principals that are in this institute and it's a two-year cohort. And in that cohort, they, they're they divided up so they each have um, a mentor. And like at each table that was there, there's like seven principals and then the mentor. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know how often they come together, but the first year it's like, it's um, mentoring and ongoing PD for the, the principal. And then as they're going into the second year, they're going to get to bring in a couple of teachers from their school as well. Um, and I just think how uh, incredible is that kind of support for, you know, newer principals that just, I, I'm, I was just so impressed because we don't have anything like that here. Um, so that was pretty cool. That is cool. And what were um, you presenting on? Um, I was sharing um, the coach approach. Okay, that's that's a, a book that I have. <laughs> um, that the, you know the one that I wrote with Sharon and Kathy, but um, the coach approach and was also doing some time management and um, balance. And this could lead into email, <clears throat> but I I did a poll of the there were like seventy or eighty people in the room. How many of you have email on your phone and like? the whole room. I'm like, wait a second. This is, this is too many. I can't see what I really need to see here. How many of you do not have email on your phone? Like Four. work email? Yeah. How many of you do not have work email on your phone? Four people raise their hands. I would have raised my hand. I and I was like, ago. you all are addicted to work and you all need to <laughs> get a life. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> nice. I'm like you guys, you can take work email off your phone and it's going to be okay. And like the faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the faces were like disdain. Like yeah. They they're like, just... who is this crazy lady? I have to yeah. Keep talking. I have to mute this. Oh. <laughs> Semi conversation right, the, right in the middle of the conversation. Right in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> I've got to mute this. 
Um, I, yeah, I'm sorry. That was that was born as a middle school. There's middle school boys here. That was. Um, can we play Halo in here? No, no, we can't play Halo right now while I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Unless you can do it silently, and I'm pretty sure that's not possible. Yeah. Silent Halo party. I was going to say. So. <laughs> Haven't put headphones on. That they can't play silently. Oh. No, they can't. That's the problem. I, you know, my son, whenever he's on the computer, um, the other day I was, um, I was exhausted. It was like Friday, uh, Friday evening and the computer is in the one TV room. And so he's on it and I'm watching TV and I fall asleep because I'm exhausted after a long week. And then all of a sudden, like he's yelling at his friends and saying all this stuff. And then the click of the keyboards and I like woke up. I'm like, Oh, it's just you playing video games. <laughs> interactive. So um, I am going to a conference next week that I'm super excited about. I'm going to the Minnesota MESPA Institute. That's their state association. So I'm going to get to hear Jimmy Casas, um, Dr. Yvette Jackson. Jerry Brooks is going to be there, but I'm totally bummed I can't stay for the third day. So remember we've oh, been trying the to guy that. Yeah, he's a funny the, the, guy. Yeah, you know who yeah. else I bet will be there? Uh, Brad Gustafson, Willow, Willow, oh. yeah, Willow, also from Toledo? Minnesota. It's a Minnesota conference. It, it it is. I'll have to look at the schedule. Yeah, Willow Sweeney, your friend. Willow Sweeney. I'm gonna meet up with her. I'm telling you, if you meet Minnesota. if you meet her, you be like, oh I'm my god, we have so much in common. Willow, Willow, yeah, where we, are you? We have so much in common. Willow. Okay. So should we talk email? We should talk email. Oh. I think you were having <laughs> issues with email, Spike, right? <clears throat> I have issues with everything, I think, like organizationally. Oh, gosh. Because, like, yeah, we spent a whole, like, Teresa spent a whole, like, 45 minutes just going over all these organization things that she does. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So, so <laughs> nine times out of ten. <laughs> Like when I when I presented at a conference, it's on some sort of productivity and like apps and tips, tips and tricks uh -huh. for things. And email is always the biggest and the yeah. most um, frustrating. Because here's why: you could literally do nothing, yeah, but answer except email, except email, yeah. all day long. Oh yeah, so, yeah, totally. So I'm gonna give the like five minute, probably less. Cliff's Notes version, although what's what Sparks Notes now? That's like the new Cliff's Notes, isn't it? Mm. The Sparks Notes version of of what I do, and then you guys talk about what you like different, more exciting things. I'm sure. We'll try this. <laughs> we'll try this. That's perfect. So I have um, for my email. I have two different email apps on my phone. And the first one is only for work email. And the second one has all my other email accounts on it. And the one that has all the other email accounts on it, I don't have any notifications on. And the one that I have only my work email on, I turn. And when I say no notifications, like there's not even a badge. I don't even put the badge on it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I have no idea what's in there. And I don't need to. <clears throat> my work email has the badge, but it doesn't have the push notifications. So it's not constantly bugging me, but I can look at it and see if I need to. But the thing that I, th I think most of us struggle with 
with email is that we use our email box as our task manager. Yes, don't do that. Right. And so we have, you know, 600 emails in our email box and some of them are start and some of them are sitting and they might be in folders and but then it's the same thing like Spike and I talked about last week is it, a task manager only works if you go back to it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're putting things in folders and then you're never checking those folders, it's not helping you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I found a couple of years ago and and it was only one app many, many years ago. Now there are a ton of apps that do it. And what they do is they snooze your email. So you take your, let's say I get an email for, I like to use the school board meeting for an example. So the school board meeting, our, our secretary to the super. Sorry, I just have to point out, school board definitely goes with the word snooze. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm not that tired. Ours is awesome, but, but we'll have another, we'll have that conversation another day. But our, so our, we have school board meetings every other Tuesday or every second and fourth Tuesday. And the Friday before the secretary to the superintendent sends out the, the agenda and the minutes. So they're in your email box on Friday, but you don't need them until Tuesday at like 625 because the meeting starts at 630. So what you do is you, these apps give you the option to snooze your email until when you need it. So some of them are like later today and you can set what that looks like. So it might be 1 PM or it might be six o'clock tonight, or it could be um, in two hours. You've got some that say this weekend, next week. There are all these options of when you can snooze it. And it takes it completely out of your inbox and puts it in a separate folder. It marks it as archived. So it's not, it doesn't have the badge there that have all these unread emails. And it puts it there until you've wanted it to be returned. And then it returns it to your inbox as a new message. So it takes it on Friday, it takes the the school board meeting minutes out of my email box, it archives them in this folder that says boomerang or whatever the name of the app is. It's the it's the messages that are snoozed. So you can still go back and find them at any point. They're in and they're not hidden, they're not they haven't disappeared. But right. then it comes back into your email box, adds a new message at the time that you said you needed when it. You want it. Right. So that's that's huge. That's boomerang that you're using. I use boomerang for my work email. And then I, there's one that's called Astro, um, which is a really neat one that, uh, it's kind of, it has like artificial intelligence. So it has a lot of voice searches you can do, but what I'll do is I did a, um, I did a blog post for, um, like an online magazine about it. I'll link it to this. They were different. The apps were different names and the ones that I used then still work really well. I just like to try different ones out to see if they're better or, or not. Um, and these two I like as well, but really just look for when you're, when you're picking out an email app, just find one that has a snooze feature. And there are so many of them now that have them, but it is honestly, it's a lifesaver. And then if you do use your email as a task manager, right. It's at least, I mean, I, I hit inbox zero, uh, no exaggeration, 15 times a day. Oh, because, well, because you don't like, here's an email that I, I can't do anything with, or I'm waiting on. So you boomerang it and it's out of your email. It's out of your inbox because so you're do not you, doing anything with yeah, it. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I don't do that. I, I, um, like I'll put it in my calendar and I think you were trying to explain that on last podcast. Yeah, like if I know there's something right. I'm going to do. I then open up my Google calendar, which it's always open on my desktop and I will schedule in, you know, whatever task I have to do. Um, I like 
this. I tried boomerang and I don't know what my hangup was, but I kept getting like, I, it seemed like I had to pay all of a sudden or like there was some sort of like, okay, you've used your five yeah. introductory, whatever. Do you have to pay for boomerang? There is, they have, they have updated, um, their terms and what they do. So boomerang, boomerang is kind of a different beast. We have a district, um, we have a district license for the admin for Boomerang. So okay. I use that one and they just came out with an app. And the, the thing that's nice with Boomerang is you can schedule emails to be sent also, which is nice. So when you're in your, when you're doing email at 11 o'clock at night and you're sending things to your staff yeah. that they shouldn't get at 11 o'clock at night because oh, they're okay. going to get yeah. anxious about seeing it. You yeah. can have them all go out at six o'clock tomorrow morning. Or if I'm doing emails Friday night so that I don't have to do anything on Saturday, they don't get sent out until I need them to get sent out. But it's nice because you can get caught up on those emails, even if they don't need to be, you know, our weekly reminder, we send out every Sunday at six o'clock. I have it. I have it boomerang. It's done on Friday afternoon. So do you pay for Boomerang or you said that's a district? We do, but you don't have to. They, and they've updated their, their because it used to be like five scheduled emails or something like that. Yeah. It's higher now. Um, but a lot of these other ones like Astro and um, the ones that I'll put in the blog post, those yes. don't, the snooze feature isn't paid. There's no, even for Boomerang, the, the having it snooze and come back, that is not, um, that's not a paid feature. The paid feature for Boomerang is the scheduling emails to be sent, if I remember right. Oh. So the ones that you're sending out to other people. But the the snoozing it to come back in your email box is not a paid feature. That's something that you can just use. And you can also, which Boomerang does, I haven't seen it at a lot of on a lot of the other ones, but Boomerang's um when you are responding, so I'll, we've got a group email and um, let's say we're oh talking God, about I just boomeranged from, like five emails while you were talking. Right? See? <laughs> so it's like, let's Good talk time. about, um, uh, here's a group email that we're talking about something that needs to go in the newsletter. And there are 15 people who are going to respond to this email, but I need to make sure that on Friday I follow up because if nobody has responded to this, I need to send another reminder. So what you can do is you can mm -hmm. do a, you can boomerang it and there's a box to check that says um, boomerang it only if no one responds. So I've got this email, I'm sending the reply all to everybody on Tuesday, but on Wednesday after school, if I haven't heard back, I need this to be brought back to my attention. So it comes back if no one has responded to it, it comes back in my email Wednesday afternoon but if somebody responds, then it just shuts that one off. That's brilliant because it takes yeah. away the, like, you having to keep track of it and think about it. Exactly. And think about how many of those things throughout the week that you're like, I need to follow up. I need to follow up. I need to follow up. You don't have to follow up because it's doing it for you. So, but does um, that works on my laptop when I, you know, have my, I'm logged into my Chrome account. Mm -hmm. Will that work though if I'm on my iPad or... Yeah. It should work for your, so I use it, um, we have Google. If I'm in like the Gmail app though, not the. If you're in the Gmail app, app, yes, it works. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a part of it. I'll have to, but you know what? I haven't used the Gmail app in forever, so I can't, I can't guarantee that, but it used to work that way. Uh -huh. um, but I use the Boomerang app that we have Google, um, Google Suite, which I think both of you have too. Yeah. And yeah. so the Google emails work on Boomerang. 
All right, what so about, Spike. What about if you have, um, if you lose, if you use Office? Uh, I think you can, I think you can use, um, I think it's any, really any email that you can pull in. It's a, oh, okay. it's a Google, um, it's a Google extension. But I think with your, with the app, you can pull in any email account. Okay. You'd have to use it on your phone. Uh, the app you use on your phone or another device. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a, um, Spike, you like should be checking your work email on your phone. I don't. <laughs> okay, good. You were just asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. No, I, uh, I only do my personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But man, I could use it. So here's the thing. I get efficient at my desk at school and my work email. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to my home desk and my personal email, like I just let it go. Right. But that's, yeah. but I do this. So I do the same thing, I but I have that. a separate, I have a whole separate app that has all of my other email accounts in it. And so that one is really nice because you can just check the one app and all of your emails come to it. And it also has a snooze feature. So you can snooze it and bring it back into your email later. It keeps it cleaned out. It keeps all the clutter gone, but they're all in one place. There's no badge on it. So I don't know how many are in there. I'm never checking it unless it's like, oh, I need to look and see. But they're in the same folder on my, on my, um, my iPhone as my other email. So I'll check it. And then if I have a second, I'll go and just skim the other one. But it, that has been a huge help is just to put all of the other, you know, I have one for McCall. I have one for, you know, my principal stagger. I've got one for my junk mail. I have one for, every, they're all in that other one. And then you can check them all at once. So here's my, here's my thing with Gmail. So we, I had my work email off of my phone. And the only way I can get to it is through the browser on my phone. But then when we switched over to Gmail, all of a sudden it was back on my phone because I use Gmail personally. And I do want my phone logged into my school Google account because um, like if I'm taking pictures, I will upload them to a Google folder and that's my school Google folder. Right. So the only way that I can keep that blessed work email off of my phone I had to remove the Gmail app and then I use a completely different, um, I use Kmail and all of my personal email accounts are on that because it was the only way I could figure out to keep Gmail or my school Gmail off of my phone is I can't use the Gmail app. Otherwise it automatically syncs my work email and I don't want that. Yeah, that is that one of the things that is troubling me because I take a lot of pictures for the school yeah. and I've been uploading them to yep. a, a Google folder in my personal Google and then uh, it just becomes a whole thing. And also it, my yeah. Google storage is like going out the wazoo because I have so many pictures and videos and stuff. So I really want them on the school account. So yep. I'm this. Yeah. Like that's I have my to link, you have to link them together. Yeah. But then or I, just I'm email gonna confess, my, I'm going to confess. I do still sometimes check my work email. Like I just go into the Google Chrome browser and go to Gmail then. Oh, uh, okay. But I mean, it's, it's a little, you know, it takes a few extra clicks to get there. So I'm not like, I'm not doing that often. Um, are you, okay. Spike, how are you feeling about this and this helping you with the email beast? Oh, it's, um, I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know where okay. I stand with it. Do you, have you used, um, is it unroll that Teresa taught, taught? Yeah, have you used unroll spike? Spike? Mm, no. Okay. No. 
Teresa mentioned this previously, like a whole bunch of times, and I, I didn't do anything with it until the summer. You have to do this. Okay, go ahead and explain it, Teresa. You have to do this. I'm just telling you. Sorry, <clears throat> I had a cough, coughing fit. Um, so unroll.me is uh, it's a, a website address. You go to it, and they also have an app. And when you go to it, you log into your email, and it it scans your email for subscription addresses. So anything that comes from a subscription list, if it's your target stuff, if it's something from Kohl's, if it is, um, gosh, our MemSpot information, blogs, mm -hmm. anything that comes from a subscription um, email address, and it gives you the option to unroll. So it, it, there are three options when when you do these, and it puts them all in a big list, and then there are three icons for each one that you, you do them all at once. So the first option is to keep it in your email box, which means that as soon as it comes in your email, it shows up in your inbox, just like a normal email would. Mm. You know, it doesn't do anything different. The second option is to unsubscribe. So if it's something that you just don't use anymore or you don't even really know how you got there, um, you hit a little X and it unsubscribes for you automatically. The third option is to add it to your rollup. And what a rollup is, is it's an email that comes once a day and you can schedule when it comes. And it puts all of the emails that you have rolled up into one big email. And it looks like a Flipboard page. So yeah. it's little icons of what the email looks like and it tells you who it came from. And then if you wanna read it bigger, you just click on it and it opens it up in a new, in a new window, you read the email. Mm -hmm. But then you've got, I, I mean, there are days that I have 45 emails come into my unroll me. And those are 45 messages that didn't come into your email box throughout the day. Right. Those are 45 times that you were not yeah. distracted by something. <clears throat> and it's I love, I love like you can, you can scroll down on the email and see like, you know, like the little grid of each of them, yeah. or you just click on the first one, it opens up a new page. And so you're looking at the email and then you have a little arrow to go to the next one, go to the next one, go to the next one. And usually like I only click on one to actually read and the rest are all garbage. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> I don't know why there's still ones that I don't want to unsubscribe from. I, I can't explain to you why. Um, but I still won't, I still usually don't read them. Yeah, right, but they're right. still there if you needed them. And it's, and, and then, you know, what's nice about that too is mine shows up at six 45 in the morning or whatever time it is. I can snooze it until, 9 30 at night if i want to if i don't get a chance to read it before then and then it's out of my email box yeah. but that's they've done studies show that it takes you i think i want to say it's like 19 minutes to and and that's it's not the right number but it's close it's yeah some, like 19 minutes and 30 seconds or something like that to get back to where you were if you're if you're in the middle of working and you're being productive it takes you an average of 19 minutes, I think, to get back to that spot after you've been interrupted. Wow. Mm -hmm. So if you yeah, take, and I, you know, we're I, talking about productivity. If you get, right. if you have 30 of those emails that are distracting you throughout the day, that's, it's a ridiculous amount of time. It's like 10 hours. That's yeah. a huge amount of productivity that you're losing. Well, that, you know, in the Sam's, uh, 
Sam's process, they do talk about that. And, and a couple of the other principals do this where like they'll, they have this like automatic reply and they're like, I don't check email during the day kind of thing. Now here's my, my concern about that is like, I just, I just can't because I just feel like that, you know, you're scheduling your time for like after work and stuff like that. Not, I, I don't, that's one of the things yeah. I think we've been working on is trying to like have like some sort of work life balance. So yeah. I don't want to do that, but I do find myself saving a lot of things for the weekend. And even though I'm scheduled, like I, I try to schedule like a uh, observation, you know, write up or um, do this and do that um, when it means that I'm just sitting at my desk, but I have this, this principal guilt where I'm feeling like, Oh, really I'm sitting here like looking at email and stuff. I shouldn't I be out there? Shouldn't yeah. I be blah, blah, blah. I, I do that too, Spike. I tend like those things where I'm like, this is going to take a while. I, I do. I stick it in my weekend folder. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just, I don't know why I just can't get that out of my system. Yeah. It's not right either because like we really should be like, that is a part of our job. But like yeah. the other thing is I find, and even though this, this goes against all the different, you know, philosophies of Sam, like I, um, you know, I'll be working on it and then someone will come in and then I'll, I'll get distracted Not and I'll do this, doing. you know, it, and then I always know like I can reconcile it later, but what I'm doing is I'm reconciling, you know, those conversations, those connections with people, but I'm not, I'm not reconciling the work that needed to be done. Yeah. And that's, that's something that's really, it really gets me behind. Um, and I, I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to balance that because, you know, you work in a school, you work with people, you know, things are going on all the time, but like those other things are as valuable sometimes, if not more valuable to get those things done, just considering what our role is. But so I'm going to put out this challenge for the week. Okay. That at least once this week, you shut your door to finish something. Oh. Oh, he's like really uncomfortable. Yeah, right I was now. gonna say like <laughs> he's like angles. squirming. Yeah, he just went up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found the I found the article. So um, the University of California, Irvine did a research study that says it takes 23 minutes and 15 seconds to return to the original task after an interruption. <laughs> Wow. By then you've already been interrupted 18 other times. Right. And this, and there was a study by Carnegie Mellon that said the distraction of the interruption combined with the brain drain of preparing for that interruption, they're talking about multitaskers, made the test takers 20% dumber because it, they, they were taking a test and they had, um, they had the group that was waiting for interruptions and they offered, they answered the the questions correctly 20% less often than the people who were not distracted. Wow. So not only are you losing productivity, but you're not doing it as well. Mm -hmm. We're no good to anybody. We're no good to anybody. <laughs> yeah. And so, that's the thing that you have to work on too. I mean, I, I did a lot of work on this over the weekend and I've been really trying to, you know, obviously practice, put this in my practice, but like, you know, you have to also be engaged when you're listening to people. Oh, you know? yeah. And um, do you know what? What I, what I find oh, is that ahead. there's that there's that hum of the, oh, you were working on this. You still have to go back to this in the mm -hmm. background when I'm talking to people. So I'm not fully engaged either way because I'm like, I got I know I got this to do. I need to talk to this person. Anyway, what were you going to say, Jess? 
I, well, I was not practicing what I was going to share. Um, it's a TED talk on 10 ways to have a better conversation <laughs> um, by Celeste Headley. And it's all about listening, which I just totally interrupted you. Um, but I'm going to drop a link in here. It, it is such a good video to watch. Okay. It's not going to help you like <laughs> get your stuff done, but it'll make you think right. I at least. Okay. I'll at least tell you that. Um, so I'm noticing time and we've already like went to the amount of time we said we were going to, cause this right. is such a good topic. So I think we probably should like close up well, here because we've got enough to challenge you on spike. You need to set up your unroll. Yeah. And boomerang. get an email program that snoozes. And yeah. And the reason why we have, and part of the yeah. reason why we have to get off too, is that I have a lot of work to do. I was that was and you have to watch like, your eagles. Well, you I do. Watch your eagles. I but do, why and why I do you have that so much work to do, Spike? What, because what's I'm not managing my time properly it's during but the week. But it's Sunday. What's going on? What's the big deal? I have three observations that I need to finish. I have to do the weekly blog and the weekly email. I have to go through my email. I have and you have to get them all done before before six thirty. Why? Because the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. There it is. <laughs> And they this hasn't happened. Yeah, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. It's the first time since 2004, and they've never won a Super Bowl. And ironically, this year, out of nowhere, they've had an amazing year. They're the underdogs, and oh my goodness, like South Jersey, Philadelphia area has been crazy this this week with um, so many different activities, um, schools, you know, everybody wearing their Eagles gear and having pep rallies and stuff. It's been really, really fun. Um, I can only imagine what it's going to be like if they win the Super Bowl, uh, considering the fact that Philadelphia is famous for after the NFC championship, they had to grease the poles so that people didn't climb on them <laughs> on Broad Street in uh, Philadelphia. But I heard they did anyway. <laughs> they did because you know what? There's a will. There's a way, you know. Oh, is that a thing? Climbing the poles. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, is that a Philly thing? I guess. That was also the Mazas had posted because, you know, Joe Mazza's wife, Lauren, um, was an Eagles cheerleader. Right, right. And they had posted um, that they were outside banging pots and pans. And apparently that's a thing, too. Yeah, of course. Pots and pans. <laughs> really? You like, go outside and bang win? pots and pans? Or just a well, big or what? Do, yeah. I was going to say, I'm glad you're not my neighbor. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Well, it sounds like everyone's well, doing it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, every you know, once every thirteen years. I mean, doesn't happen often here. I'm sorry, it's not like. Some yeah, we're not all in Packers country. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, we did have we do have a, a security guard at our school, Rosie. She's she's awesome, and uh, she's from Boston, so she's allowed to wear, and she does. She wears she's Tom allowed. Brady. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> wears her Tom Brady uh, jersey and Patriot stuff all the time. Um, so we'll see what happens. So we took a big uh, picture uh, of uh, everybody wearing Eagles gear on Friday, and she came down to get in the picture anyway. So. So Spike, um, we're I'm I'm a Michigan grad, and Tom Brady was one of the quarterbacks. Oh, in right. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm a Tom Brady fan. However, however, we are rooting for the Eagles tonight. Oh, yay! I am too. And we, our school, we do a Super Bowl where we uh -huh. collect cans of soup, and the kids vote for who they want to win the Super Bowl by putting it in their box. And 
uh, the past nine years, the kids have been right eight years. Um, but this year it was overwhelmingly the Eagles. Eagles. So we'll wow. see if my kids are right. That's awesome. Yeah. We're having a Super Bowl tomorrow uh, with like everybody bringing in soup and they're mm -hmm. going to have like this contest and stuff. So that'll be good. But um, I hope everyone is having fun and jovial, not like depressed. And <laughs> but you know what? I honestly like this has been such a miracle season that I don't think yeah. that people will be like that. Like, and plus, you know, I think we're kind of built for the future as well. So I, I think it'll be fine either way. Just enjoy the moment. That's yes. Right. Good attitude. Right on. So before we close out, I just want to share, we have some upcoming podcasts that are going to be really awesome. Um, so the first one that, well, and I like, can't tell you this is coming out next week because we don't have our act together that well, but we're going to have Justin Ashley on the podcast. And um, he is the author of the balanced teacher and I read his article and was like, we have to get him on. He went from teacher of the year to rehab. Wow. So just chew on that for a little bit. Uh, and we'll drop in a link of an article for you to read because you might want us to ask him some questions. So please go ahead and either email or tweet us if you have any questions for him. Um, and you have the next week to get those into us. And then... Um, another future podcast, we are going to have, um, Jeff Zool and Anthony McConnell on, um, they have the new book, the principled principle out. So we want to get them on the show to talk about that as well. We're also going to have, uh, Ben Gilpin on the show mm -hmm. and, uh, Jethro Jones, um, yeah, we have some runs the, um, uh, yeah, trans, um, Transformative Wait, principle. Transformative principle. Yes, and um, and then in between, just amazing, off awesomeness that just comes with the three of us. Yeah, coaching Spike with email. <laughs> I'm impressed you got through that with a straight face. Although I can't really tell because I can only see the top of your head right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like falling down here. Um, yeah, because I have all this work I have to do. Yeah, you're gonna get it done, Spike. You You're going to focus. Well, no, I can definitely get focused. But the, the fact that I have all this work is ridiculous. And I have to start I have to start working. I think you should just stay in your daughter's room because there's nothing in there to distract you right now. Like you're not going to go start playing with her toys in the corner. So no, but I am, I, I, th I heard them stirring about, so I think I'm going to have to make breakfast. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, we will be sure not to vox you throughout the day <laughs> to distract you from getting your work done until it's time for the Super Bowl when if you don't have your work done, it won't matter by then. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay. All right. It was fun. Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. 
Visit MyFlexLearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.